Welcome to this week's episode of the Perceptive Readers, a podcast series made in the Product of Culture, aka Parkbooks website's office. Hi, I'm James. YouTube's Golden Age. Hi, I'm James, and welcome to this Perceptive Readers podcast. The topics that we're talking about today comes from the article, This is Chrissy Costanza, and it's at parkbooks.com. I'm only taking talking points from this article, so I encourage you to read it. And the title again is, This is Chrissy Costanza, and it's a commentary on her and her music at parkbooks.com. The YouTube golden age or era, when was it? It certainly wasn't in 2005 when they came online from out of the beta version of testing. And already by the year 2006, they were bought by Google. Google $1.65 billion. Now, some persons felt that maybe YouTube uh, wasn't worth that much. But when you think about uh, the advertisements and the influence that YouTube has had upon the world, <laughs> you will find out, see, in their projections of their future projections that, you know, people doing stock markets and everything else. No, it's actually worth a lot more. After saying that, you still may feel, well, look what's going on today. It's certainly not worth that today. So you have to ask at times then, uh, what is going on? Where did it start? Did it start with the uh, regular YouTubers? Or was it somewhere in the upper or middle management area? Uh, there's enough information out there for you to decide and actually get the correct answer. The reason why I won't tell you on this topic or this commentary is because it will go into areas that I said, now, you know, uh, since I have Chrissy Costanza's name in it, uh, in this article and against the current, uh, which in this article, it focuses more on why she is so proud, you know, to be uh, the lead singer in the Against the Current Band, which I do find funny because to this day, uh, apparently she still hasn't been told she's officially uh, part of <laughs> Dan and Will's band Against the Current. I just find that funny. They, they may have told her this year. <laughs> they better tell her if they know where their golden eggs lay. <laughs> and again, that's a very light, you know, lighthearted joke, which uh, rockers should be able to get. Uh, but getting right back to the golden age of YouTube, I would, you know, wager and state that it was during the period of 2010 to 2015. Um, you didn't hear about uh, a lot of uh, censorship and unfair uh, taking down the videos. Uh, it certainly wasn't a heavy reliance on AI. Uh, because, once again, um, I've said before, if you got that much money to put into a company, billions of dollars, you certainly can have a well-trained help desk. Yes, they can even communicate with the people on a day-to-day -day basis. I'm talking, even if you have 
let's say, um, you know, uh, thousands of people sending in emails every day. I've actually uh, stated that, and, and I'm just saying this, that, you know, it is fixable. Things like that are fixable. Uh, they can be arranged and organized uh, or based off of good business practices. And see, and I'm getting into that from this one part um, in the article here in a second, that, you know, things are not as complicated as people make them or kind of like to make them at times. And what has happened over the years, though, is because uh, persons have experimented so much with, let's see what this happens or that happens, even though there's more documented proof going back, you know, decades upon decades on what best practices are. And that's what they call best practices that it caused a lot of the uh, other persons coming up to actually lose sight of it and actually to view things now that as very, very complicated, which really was just basic, you know, uh, common sense and good, you know, practices again uh, in business. That's why so many of them um, prospered. And that's what I want to mention about the YouTubers. See, YouTube broke a glass ceiling, if you will. Just as uh, some research, you know, you may have heard at times that the way that even capitalism is set up and and the world economy uh, that is set up very much so that you cannot become a, a millionaire or what have you unless you just get into a club of the right people, you see, and then you can just move up from there. You know, uh, you scratch their back, they scratch your back and you work your way up and things of that nature. I, I've talked about this in another video um, uh, and also another podcast about how certain things work and have they been designed to work at times. But this is what I want to mention about YouTube and during that uh, era of 2010 to 2015 and before other companies, not even media companies, people were able to get their niche, uh, get their professions, get their um, art and everything out there and started making some pretty good money. And it was like breaking it through, you know, the glass ceiling. And so these are the practices, which I have actually labeled five of them. And this is Chrissy Costanza, the article, because I want to say during that time period, time period, unless you were, you know, blackballed or what have you, these techniques worked for hard workers. And here it is. Number one. All right. They were creating and uploading videos once or several times a week. You see, once a day. Uh, the algorithm just picked it up and just, you know, uh, was loving so many persons. You heard about uh, new viral videos from new people. Uh, all the time, you see. Two, commenting and responding to comments during set aside times each day. Yes, that was very much encouraged. And see, this is where I get back to, you know, where I was talking about YouTube and the help desk uh, that persons could have and things of that nature. 
see, it started being pulled away even more so uh, out of the YouTube golden era. And it just seems like uh, even these very good practices that the regular YouTubers were doing to build their fan base, to uh, to have a nice uh, kind word and a thank you uh, for the nice comments that they were saying. And once again, they could always ignore the ones who <laughs> who had something else to say, you know. Uh, it seems like many of them fell into the same mode as well. You see, uh, uh, talk about the starting point of not engaging with people socially, you see. Uh, you could see how it was going on the internet. Uh, but all the same, this is what helped many of them because, see, there are some persons right now who uh, have even moved on uh, to other areas of life, other professions, that I still uh, check on and maybe a couple of times, you know, a month or maybe a year or, you know, I'm even still connected to their channels. Why? Uh, because of the willingness uh, to answer questions, you know, when we need it or just the feedback of a, you know, a thank you or, or what have you, you see. So that's one of the practices where they were commenting and responding to comments during set aside times each day. Number three, they were promoting their video links and sharing others with interest. That's another good practice. However, uh, you will notice um, in some situations, again, where uh, if people start signing contracts with uh, this company or that company, uh, whether they tell you about it or not, it ends up uh, monopoly, monopolizing a certain uh, actions and features and best practices that these persons did to develop their YouTube channel that now they can no longer do them. And that's one of those questions again where, you know, I come to and say, huh, yeah, they're just certain, you know, uh, contracts. I'm just saying that some people may say, yeah, in hindsight, but they're just certain contracts I wouldn't sign as a professional, uh, a business person, or even according to, yes, uh, my spiritual faith. They're just certain types of contracts I wouldn't sign. Um, because of the uh, the goodness and the promote the promoting of other areas uh, that are important to life and quality of life and encouraging other people, uh, that's just a additional thought. Then number four, they use online and beating the payment word of mouth marketing techniques. Those work, as I said before. Uh, persons who uh, needed to even get a fresh start, whether they were in a certain group or, or what have you, if they could go to an area where uh, people weren't aware of, uh, you know, their status or what have you, they could really get some good uh, contacts rolling, you know, even different businesses and things of that nature. Yes, yes, these things really helped. So, number five. Even flyers were used to promote their channels. Yes, uh, during the days where, you know, I always talk about coffee shops and then you have other uh, type restaurants, small venue settings that are very uh, 
peaceful. People were enjoying themselves. Uh, many of the managers, because remember I told you, businesses back then during that area too, I told you they were hopping, uh, would uh, let you, you know, you go in there, you eat a meal and you enjoy their coffee or what have you, uh, you know, just brighten up the place. They'd be more than happy if they had a bulletin board or something somewhere. Uh, the place is out front for your audience, you know, for their patronage, you know, to see the people were eating in the restaurant or even in the back. You know, sometimes they would uh, take these flyers to people break rooms and lunch. All these things helped to develop persons channels, YouTube channels, and it works in other areas of life and business as well. But I just wanted to share that with you that during the YouTube golden age area, 20 uh, era, 2010 to 2015, that's in my humble opinion. Uh, but there were a lot of groups that had the opportunity to expand, uh, um, their viewership, etc., and even become, you know, uh, solid singers and rock bands and everything of that nature. And you will see when you go read this article, this is Chrissy Costanza, uh, why, uh, this information is put together as well with some of, uh, her statements and, um, videos. Uh, that you have seen over the years, or if this is the first time you ever heard of Against the Current, uh, just start off, uh, take a look, you see. And then if you want to do a search on popbooks.com, you will find there are several other articles on them as well uh, that I've written. So anyway, uh, I hope you enjoyed this Perceptive Reader's Commentary YouTube golden age era can it come back again see things like this can you see people uh it just take uh the proper management and proper um outlook and when i say uh proper management and outlook it doesn't mean a strict, uh, this is what you must do type policy or things of that nature. No, it's once again realizing what were the common sense and best practice policies that allow for many of these, uh, companies and, and really, like I said, new, new ones breaking the glass ceiling. What was ethically done in the best practice way, you see, uh, that made them uh, lucrative. Thank you for being here. You have a wonderful, wonderful day. You have just listened to the Perceptive Readers Podcast. Remember, until next time, if you read something that encourages you to improve or enhance your life for the better, it becomes your reality.